<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. All rise. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Get the top story on the hot-button Internet legal topics of the day. This is your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. Hear the latest net trends impacting business oh, and have your questions answered right here. This is the Cyber Law <sighs> and Business Report. Now, please welcome your host, the founder of the Internet Law Center, Bennett Kelly. Good morning. This is Bennett Kelly from Santa Monica, California, um, the Internet Law Center headquarters here. And um, we're glad to have you again. Please be seated on this most unique of days, February 20th, Leap Year Day. And so if you were born on February 29th, um, 1612, this would be your 100th birthday. Um, I doubt there's anyone celebrating. Brasco, do you know of anyone? I guess not. In any event, um, we have a fun show for you today. We're going to be um, talking about uh, there's a lot of developments that have been going on. Um, but not only is today Leap Year Day, but today is the very last day for you to opt out of changes being made to Google's privacy policies that go into effect on March 1st. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, and um, that, we're going to start off with um, – the witching hour, so to speak, for Google's privacy policies. And then we're going to talk about um, the state of the Internet. Um, the latest Akamai um, study came out for the third quarter of 2011. And the good news is the USA is number 13. Um, and also we'll be talking about some other developments on the privacy front um, that we'll be following up with another show. Um, but there, as you may have noticed, the White House announced um, an initiative to have a consumer privacy bill of rights. And there was a breakthrough on mobile privacy in California. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about the um, Court of Appeal decision in California in Balsam B. Trancos. But we hope to have um, Tim Walton back on the show um, next week, possibly, um, to talk about that decision since he argued it um, on behalf of Dan, Dan Balsam. So um, we're going to start off with the um, Google privacy policy. And um, for those of you who haven't been following this or haven't noticed, because actually there was a poll conducted in, in the UK and over half the people were unaware um, that the privacy policies were being changed. 
but that um, Google has decided to consolidate some 80-some different privacy policies into one single policy, and um, which on one level sounds quite um, convenient and simple for the consumer, but they're also going to be sharing um, data across properties. And, um, and what that means is that... Um, you know, so you're, if you use Google for YouTube, if you use Google for any of their other properties, um, the, all the data will now be um, being shared across their properties. And so it has a number of people alarmed, um, and they've had this notice out now for several weeks. Um, and if you go to YouTube, anytime you log in, you will see that there's um, a notice about the changes in the privacy policy. Um, and so with the coming change as effective March 1st, um, let's just put this in context. As I mentioned, here's some of the properties that they had separate policies for. Um, the plus one button, um, ad advisor apps, blogger, books, Google Buzz, Google Chrome, Chrome Frame, Gears, Google Plus, Google Music, Google Notebook, Google TV, Google Web Toolkit, Groups, um, Google Health, No Location Service, and Firefox, Mobile, Google Moderator, Orcut, Picasa, Postini, Safe Browsing, Google Sites, Google Store, Toolbar, Google Trader, Google Translator, Google Toolkit, Google Voice, Google Wallet, Google Web Accelerator, Web History, and YouTube, um, to name a few, will now all be part of one privacy policy. And... Um, <coughs> And in doing it, Google's also trying to make things simple, which in, in, on one level, I guess, is considered a, a easier to, to read. Um, and apparently only about 12% of the Europeans polled had actually looked at uh, the changes in Google's privacy. But um, Google's um, revised policy is roughly about um, 2,300 words. You know, two, I have it coming clocked out at 2249. And... Um, Slightly um, longer than Twitter or Yahoo, although they do have more properties to speak of, um, but less than Safari, um, MySpace, um, significantly less than the White House and Microsoft, and almost a third of that of Facebook, and um, which is uh, we shall see has its pluses and minuses, and so all this will now be coming to force in a matter of hours if Google does not decide to relent. And, and why would they relent? Well, um, one reason why they might not relent is that um, they might relent would be that they're getting incredible pressure from regulators because of the changes. Um, just this recently, the Google received a letter from 38 state attorney generals and um, um, of those, um, they said that on a fundamental level, the policy appears to invade consumer privacy by automatically sharing personal information consumers put input into one Google product with all Google products. Um, they indicate that it, it rings hollow to call their ability to exit the Google products ecosystem a choice in the Internet economy with a clear majority of internet users use and frequently rely on at least one Google product on a regular basis. And um, even more troubling is that this invasion of privacy 
is virtually impossible to escape for the nation's Android-powered smartphone users who comprise nearly 50% of the smartphone market. For these consumers, avoiding Google's privacy policy change may mean buying an entirely new phone at great personal expense. And no doubt many of these consumers bought an Android-powered phone in reliance on Google's web existing privacy policy, which touted to these consumers that we will not reduce your rights under this privacy policy without your explicit consent. So that was, um, and this was actually a little coder. Um, the state attorney generals even added that your company claims that users of Google products will want their personal information shared in this way because doing so will enable your company to provide them with a simple product experience that does what you need when you want it to, among many other asserted benefits. If that were truly the case, the attorney generals re retorted, consumers would not only decline to opt out of the new privacy policy, but would freely opt in if given that opportunity. So indeed, an opt-in option would better serve current users of Google products by enabling them to avoid subjecting themselves to dramatically different privacy policy without their affirmative consent. So the state EGs are saying to Google, um, listen, if you want to go that route, um, you have to do so. You should do it opt-in. If, if it has all the benefits you're saying it, it does, consumers, you should, opt, you should have it opt-in because you know, no doubt consumers will, will want it. And, um, but um, Google has had other pen pals as of late, and one of them is from the European Union. And uh, the European Union has streamlined its um, enforcement of privacy by... Um, delegating uh, enforcement to one national privacy enforcement agency rather than having it done um, pan-EU. And so the um, task of responding to Google on this case came to the, uh, the French um, privacy um, regulator who um, wrote that they were concerned, um, both you know, the French and the EU authorities were concerned about the combination of data across services and have strong doubts about the lawfulness and fairness of such processing. They intend to address these questions in detail with Google. Um, they also added they welcome that the fact that Google has sought to streamline the policies, but that should not be conducted at the expense of transparency and comprehensiveness for users. Rec and they recommend a multi-layered approach for each service. And they reiterate the European Union's call that um, Google pause any further action on the policy until they were able to meet with um, the EU and, and get those concerns addressed. And so this is all happening in um, a very compressed time frame with Google's policy literally about to take, um, take effect in a matter of hours. Now, what does it mean to opt out and what does it mean um, afterwards? Well, you can still opt out of the of Google um, in in the changes through a number of respects. You do have choices. So, for example, um, you don't need to log in to use many of the services of Google that that, that are available, such as Google Search, um, Maps, and YouTube. Um, if you are logged in, you can still edit or turn off your search history. 
and um, and you can use as much as Google uh, as you want, um, even you know after the policy changes. But there's a good um, piece put out by PC World. Um, it has a checklist for um, how to respond to the pending changes for Google. And if if you don't want your information shared, um, they said the first thing you do is just uh, check Google's dashboard for information already stored. And um, there you can see what they have. Um, you can clear your, your Google web history. Um, the, the, the article details how you can do that. Um, you can tweak your ad preferences to also make clear that minimize the amount of tracking that is done. Um, you can remove your data and tweak or if you, you want to go even a step further, um, you can delete your Google account altogether. And um, so the, as these things approach, um, people are considering all of those options. In fact, at one point, Google, which famously keeps track of the top search terms um, of a given day, um, must have been surprised to see um, opting out of Google as being one of the top five search terms recently. So these are all options that are available, and um, there, there still remains calls to, um, for Google to suspend the implementation of its privacy policy at midnight tonight. And um, the Google's position has been that it has spent a, a fair amount of time and effort trying to explain these policies and that consumers are expecting this to take place. Um, I, I don't know if that's very persuasive. I, I, I don't think consumers would be terribly consumed, um, confused or concerned if the privacy policy in change is delayed a month. You know, generally, it is change that confuses people not the status quo. And so um, you know, I think Google has um, wants this in place. They put a lot of effort in it. And clearly, they see some monetization to be had. Um, so this is all going to be coming up very shortly. And um, getting more specific as to what you can do, um, go to, in terms of you know, checking into what Google has on you, you know, there is the Google dashboard, and you log in with your account. Um, so I'm, I'll do that right now, actually, just to, as a test case. And, um, and if I scream, oh, my God, and you know it's troubling. <laughs> um, and so it has you know, a list, the alerts you have, um, the Android um, devices you have, blog accounts, um, calendars, contacts it has. And this isn't even one of my main um, Google accounts. It has uh, a bunch of you know, Gmail information, sites I own, um, YouTube information. Um, so there's a fair amount of information on an email address that I, I'm very not exactly um, – especially active on um, and so you might want to check yourself on that um, other areas to check the the, the um, piece of world recommended was to um, clear your Google web history and um, if you go to web Google web history it's in the uh, PC world article um, which is entitled Google Privacy Checklist, what to do before Google's privacy policy changes on March 1st. And um, again, um, it has privacy FAQ for web history is a link to it and has 
all the information about what you can do with respect to web history. So um, all these are coming down, and it's unclear how concerned people are. And I'm curious whether any people in the chat room or have done anything on this. And um, so um, it's been quite controversial, and Google has taken a fair amount of heat. And I think, as we mentioned before, coming at a time when they were actually basking in their um, success in being part of the opposition to SOPA. So um, this will be something that will definitely be discussed um, for you know some time even after March 1st. And um, so in any event, we um we're going to take a break in a couple of minutes, but um the Electronic Frontier Foundation has said that they're really con they're concerned about Google having um, Google users losing control of the data they've shared because they're it's being shared and connecting different platforms that the users never envisioned that it could be shared at the time that they use those different platforms. And I think that's really what this is all about. It's that, you know, granted, um, Google does offer a lot of services, but I don't think people thought that they might um, actually connect all those services. Although, in all fairness, um, Google had disclosed that in almost all of its policies that they would, um, oh no, that they would, um, that they would have that. Um, right, if they wanted to. Now, actually, I just uh, re saw some um, sad breaking news that um, Davy Jones from the Monkees has died of a heart attack, apparently. And uh, it's, um, he was very young. He's only 66 years old. And um, so we're going to take a break, and we'll be back after these messages. Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Hello. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Drop into the Webmaster chat room. Webmasterradio.fm. Clothing is optional. Webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back. This is Bennett Kelly with Cyber Law and Business Report. And um, just before the break, we kind of delivered a bit of somber news um, that Davy Jones, the, I guess, um, sometimes lead singer of the Monkees, has um, died of a heart attack. And um, this may be for young listeners, they may not recall the Monkees. I actually remember as a kid, um, I remember them being on the air on Monday nights and, um, of course, then perpetually in repeats. And um, my older brothers actually had Monkeys albums. Um, I came to learn a, a bit about the Monkeys this summer. They, uh, um, during the great Carmageddon that was occurring in Los Angeles when the main 405 um, freeway was sh- shut down and people were p- uh, predicting catastrophe throughout, um, we actually um, decided to venture out and we managed to get very good seats for the monkeys at the Greek theater. And um, it was really an experience. Um, they've given the, you know, for the many years they had been off TV, um, they were still very much um, trapped in um, that time period and through Nickelodeon and to all of a sudden see, <laughs> to see them as adults, um, or I should say as senior adults, and uh, it was somewhat of a shock, and um, they you know, they all had aged. Davy um, had had put on a few pounds, that was clear. Um, but um, you know, they actually it, it's an interesting story. They, they weren't even allowed to perform the instruments on their um, music. Um, so when they recorded the albums, they weren't allowed to play. And um, so. Um, what was interesting is after their first season, they ended up doing touring, and um, they thought it was kind of peculiar that here they were doing a cover, cover. they were acting as a cover band for their own songs, and they had a number of fights with um, a guy named Don Kirshner, who was well, kind of the genesis of the, the whole monkey's idea, and he was repeatedly berating them, saying that we hired you for your acting ability, not for your musical skills. And um, ultimately setting up a conflict that would um, surprisingly leave Kirshner being forced out um, since he was a very well-known promoter. Um, and um, in retaliation, Kirshner created the Archies, 
um, which many some of you may remember was a um, based on the Archie comics, and it was a, a comic band, and so you would, wouldn't have Archie or Jughead arguing for creative rights um, over the music. So, um, but Davy Jones definitely um, was kind of the, I guess, the star of the show of the Monkees in terms of he became a um, an overnight sensation, uh, maybe a um, part of the whole English invasion, a British sex symbol, whatever you want to call it. But um, um, it was interesting to watch the show because uh, at, at the Greek theater, because here everyone had aged 35 years or more, more and um, there's still these 65-year-old girls, ladies, um, you know, crooning over Davy Jones all these years. And uh, so I'm sure they're quite sad today. And um, they, they were definitely an entertaining band. And um, so it's much too young for, to see him go. And um, we wish his family well. But um, so those of you just joining us, Davy Jones has passed. Um, he had, um, had a heart attack. And um, see if we have any more information on that. Um, he was 66 years old. And um, he apparently died in, um, he had a heart attack in Florida this morning out in Martin County, which I frankly don't know Florida well enough to know what that is. Um, the remaining three members of the Monkees, uh, Mickey Dolan's, um, and um, Peter Tork, um, both of who still toured when the monkeys are alive. Um, Peter Tork actually had fought cancer and was quite thin during the tour. Mike Nesmith um, no longer tours with the band and uh, actually has no need to, since uh, many of you may know he um, he um, he his mother is the one who. Um, created Whiteout, and so he has quite a sizable fortune. Plus, he's done a fair amount of music producing on his own, so um, he, kind of, he kind of considers himself somewhat separate from the Monkees, I think. And um, But, yeah, apparently um, Martin County is about 50 miles north of Palm Beach County and uh, 150 miles southeast of Orlando. So um, that is what we have right now on Davy Jones, and uh, I'm sure this is not what you expected to be hearing at this hour. But um, I think you'll, I, I bet you you will see um, a significant reaction, I think, to this. Um, he kind of was, uh, had a somewhat of a pop icon status. I mean, the Monkees were by no means the Beatles, but, um, you know, they definitely had a number of hit albums. Um, Davy Jones was a heartthrob, um, and of course, you may recall him on the, the Brady Bunch, um, taking Marsha to the prom. So, um it's. Um, I think we'll see some some, some reaction. I, I don't know if it'll be quite the Whitney Houston reaction, but um, it is. Um, it's disappointing to to have this news, but um, we shall move on. But um, if you haven't, if, for those of you who aren't familiar with the Monkees, you know they're actually uh, were a fairly successful pop band in the, I guess late sixties, early seventies, and uh, um, inventive. In that um, the, they sang a song for each show, and so a lot of um, well-known writers wrote for the Monkees, and uh, like Neil Diamond was one of the writers for some of their songs, and, um, and they had a number of hits, and the whole, and I think the Partridge family was created to kind of follow that whole model, which is actually quite difficult. You think you know, one just generating a hit, and then two trying to do a you know. 
a show, but clearly they were trying to replicate the success of the Beatles' Hard Day's Night, um, but do it on a um, do it on a, a half-hour segment, so to speak. And um, they 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 all had acting chops. Davy had done vaudeville, and they also had good comic timing. And so I think it was the combination. I think you know they were good performers on the TV show. They got to put together some good music, and um, and then they had some fun. Um, Davy actually um, he actually shared a an apartment with uh, Mickey Dolenz out in the valley, and uh, I'm sure that was quite the place to be. Um, when the show was in its peak, and uh, I bet you it had quite some fun parties. Um, in fact, they talked about um, driving home from work and one of their first hits, um, hearing it on the radio, knowing that they were going to have quite a good time that night. But any event, um, condolences go out to the Jones family and to the to Monkey Nation, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um the um, Jones had joined the Monkees in 1965, so we're talking quite a bit of ways. And um, so, but let's jump back to um, today's date, which is February 29th, um, 2012, Leap Year Day. And um, it's interesting, though. I mean, I think some of it, some of their songs do stand up. I think over time, last I've seen, I've heard covers of Last Train to Clarksville. Um, Daydream Believer is kind of, I guess, uh, somewhat dated, but any event, um, moving along. So, um, one thing we want to talk about is, um, Akamai, and we've had, um, the report editor on the, on the air last year. Um, they, they produce an annual report on the state of the internet. And actually I should rephrase that. It's a quarterly report on the state of the internet. And, um, in doing it, they look at um, measure internet speeds, both the average and high um, peak internet speeds, and they look at um, also penetration and uh, throughout both the U.S. and worldwide. So you get a sense of how we're measuring, excuse me, how we're measuring up at that point in time. And um, at this point, um, we are still, unfortunately seem to be in slipping in our standing. And um, so in the latest Akamai uh, report covering third quarter for 2011, um, the top five countries for average speed are South Korea, which in the first top three have not changed as from um, Q3 2010. It's South Korea, Hong Kong, and Japan. Um, Latvia has moved up in a tie with Japan, and Netherlands, as before, is fifth. Um, the United States is ranked 13th. They have been ranked 12 um, this time last year. Um, in terms of peak speeds, um, interestingly, the um, South Korea and Hong Kong remain number one and two, as they were this time last year. Um, Romania is now third. Um, sneaking ahead of Japan for peak speed. And then Latvia is fifth. Um, the United States um, is seventh, excuse me, 11th, and they had been uh, um, they had been number seven in this time last year. So uh, some slipping there. Um, some good news, at least, on the average speed in terms of cities. Um, again, the uh, 
as as was before. The top five cities are um, average speeds are all South Korean cities, with the South Korean city of Daegu um, being the having the highest average speedy um, average, uh, <laughs> having having the highest average speed at twenty one point five, but before the, last year. Um, San Jose was the top ranked U.S. city, um, but it was ranked 57th overall. And San Francisco has definitely taken a major leap. Um, is now ranked 13th um, and much closer ranking um, to the um, top cities than the others in terms of not just its ranking, but its overall number is much closer in line as well. So... Um, there is definitely progress being made, um, at least on that respect. But um, overall, the numbers weren't that encouraging. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back after these messages. Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa. You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language. Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. Dennis. Are coming. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at CPAWay.com. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back. This is Bennett Kelly with the Cyber Law and Business Report, and um, we've had a, a 
interesting show. Um, this, for those of you who joined us, um, just joined us, um, we reported that Davy Jones of the Monkees has died um, of a heart attack sustained earlier today. In um, he died in Florida, and um, that has been confirmed by his family. So um, we had a, a brief um, kind of recollection of Davy Jones and the Monkees and their contribution. And um, again, uh, our best wishes to the family and to the Monkees band and their fans. So um, when we broke, we were talking about the State of the Internet report by Akamai. And um, there really is um it's a it's a useful benchmark for seeing where we are um in terms of um internet speed and, and other aspects of um technology because one other thing they also track is they um they also monitor um threats and um so it's also a good way to see where we are in terms of where are the threats coming from and unfortunately while we may be um declining to um, number 13 um, on some of the um, barometers in terms of internet speed um, we, we from time to time still maintain our number one status in terms of um, threat traffic although this quarter uh, we've actually dropped down to number four with Indonesia, Taiwan and China um, rankings ahead of us and uh, the top ten being rounded out by Russia, Brazil South Korea India, Egypt, and Romania. So um, interesting um, that we can still be in the top five in the areas where we don't want to be in the top five. Uh, but in terms of um, unique IP addresses, um, we still are number one there by far, um, having almost twice as many as the Chinese and um, substantially more than anyone else. So um, one thing we want to go over briefly well, the time we have left and um, you may recall we had Tim Walton on the show earlier um, talking about you know, his battles and um, litigating on spam. And um, as you know, Tim and I have sparred um, in cases, and um, including cases involving his client, Dan Balsam. Well, Dan Balsam, um, Tim, uh, pay, uh, Tim um, just got a judgment um, back from the Court of Appeal on... Um, the very there's the appeal of the only case under the California spam law that has actually gone to trial. Um, most of the cases that really have been litigated have either been um, settled or um, have gone through small claims or have been decided on a motion um, and not trial. You know, summary judgment motion, motion to dismiss, things of that nature. And so we only have one. Um, trial and it yielded a remarkable judgment of seven thousand um, dollars, but you know principle is principle, and um, so nonetheless the um, both parties appealed the judgment. Um, Balsam was trying to seek a, a broader judgment under the Consumer um, Legal Remedies Act, and um, in which was he was denied that. But uh, importantly, was that the um, the judgment was affirmed, and um, the and the basis for the judgment um, related to whether or not um, the email was sent when an email was sent using a falsified header information, and that um, earlier in the year there was a Supreme Court decision 
that said that you can use nonsensical addresses. It doesn't have to, the, the from address does not have to identify who the sender is. But um, in that case, though, the, the domain, the email address being used was a valid email address that could be traced using who is. And what um, the court focused on in Trancos um, v. Balsam was that um, on the issue of traceability. And um, they called into question whether using a private domain registration for email marketing, uh, absent use of a domain that otherwise identifies the company sufficient to render it safe, traceable. Um, here's what they've, how they described it. Um, they found that a single email with an accurate and trace, um, they said that unlike Clefman, the Supreme Court case, um, this did not involve the use of domain names. Both parties agreed were fully traceable to Trancos. Here, the trial court decided the fact that senders' domain names in seven of the emails did not represent a real company and could not readily be traced back to Trancos, the owner of the domain names and true sender of the emails, constituted falsification or misrepresentation for purposes of the statute. Um, and the court went off on this at, at some length, stating that... Um, because Trancos hides its identity behind an impenetrable shield of made-up names, an aggrieved recipient cannot look up public information about Trancos's business, cannot find its website, cannot call and speak to a Trancos employee, cannot write to the CEO, cannot report Trancos to the Better Business Bureau or the Attorney General, and cannot warn others about Trancos by writing a letter to a newspaper or posting a complaint on the Internet. Using a privately registered domain leaves it entirely up to Trancos whether it will or will not respond to or provide redress to persons other than determined litigants like Balsam who are harmed, annoyed, or offended by its communications. Trancos does not explain why its business is so sensitive and so different from all of the businesses that it must be free to hide its identity from the millions of individuals to whom it directed its commercial solicitations. And so, you know, there's some questions about whether that was a proper conclusion um, based on the facts that were presented. Um, I think um, Trangos disputes that it was not traceable. And so we hope to have um, Tim Walton on um, possibly next week to talk about this decision. Um, other things that we're going to be talking about, um, clearly the president's initiative on having a... Um, a consumer privacy bill of rights is significant, and um, but in addition, let me just briefly mention: um, if you go to ILC Cyber Report at Word, and WordPress, um, our our blog, um, there's also reports on a major breakthrough California has um, achieved with um, mobile um, operators, and um, the um, Attorney General um, Kamala Harris announced that. Um, a commitment, a signed a commitment by mobile application platforms to improve privacy protection for millions of consumers around the globe, um, and forged the companies with Amazon, Apple, Google, HP, Microsoft, and BlackBerry, and they agreed to have privacy principles designed to bring the industry in line with California law requiring mobile apps that collect personal information to have a privacy policy. So it's quite a coup for um, Attorney General Harris. And um, there's information on the uh, Internet Law Center blog, ILC, for Internet Law Center, ilccyberreport.wordpress. And um, so those are, we'll be talking about that um, when we come back next time. So, um, again, it, 
if you're interested in learning more about what your options are with Google, you only have a few hours left, but um, I, the, the checklist, my PC world is always useful, and um, but definitely this, the, the fight over Google is not over. Um, and in addition, um, we will be talking about the, the, these ongoing privacy initiatives. The question is, is whether it leads to more initiatives on Capitol Hill. Um, there has been some progress in the industry side, um, the, um, the, with some industry groups actually now embracing do not track that had not been occurring before. So um, all this will, will bring more clarity to next week. Um, sorry, we, we had to we were distracted somewhat by the Davy Jones event, but again, um, it's, uh, it's a sad day for anyone who was a fan of the monkeys. And um, so, hope your leap year day is an exceptional one, and um, and um, hopefully it's worth waiting four years for. Um, this is Bennett Kelly with the Internet Law Center in Santa Monica, California. And um, I hope you enjoyed the show, and I hope you'll join us next week when we talk about these issues and more. Um, Quarters adjourned. Thanks for joining us, and listen to us on iTunes. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.